How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to the channel. Today, we have three stories of school rumors that turned out to be true, and these rumors are pretty insane. So sit back, relax, leave a like on the video to claim your free nothing, and let's jump right into it. We're gonna call the subscriber who submitted the first story, Gene. So anyways, there was a rumor in Gene's school that the, co or college, I should say, I should say, that the college professor, who was a younger woman, would hit the bars and would end up sleeping with the students who went to them and were in her classes. This would very much be against college policy because while these students were above the age of 18, very clearly there are reasons why, for, you know, conflict of interest reasons, why teachers can't be sleeping with students. So this rumor was like always circulated around the school, but the school never acted upon it because it was just that, simply a rumor, or so they thought. So anyways, when, uh, you know, Gene was picking classes for, next, for his next semester in college, he was really excited to see that, you know, one of the classes he wanted to take had this female professor as an option. So immediately he picked it and he got a really good time slot. So he was able to get her, but her class filled up right away because everyone also wanted to know if the rumors were true and low key, she was pretty bad. So all the kids wanted to be in there and then hit the bars after. The class was like 80% male, 20% female, even though the average person to take this class, regardless of professor was like 60% female, 40% male. So there was definitely a reason why these kids took this class, right? Or why the guys took this class. So anyways, in the first day of class, he gets in there and uh, he expects this like college professor to be super like hip and much and acts much younger than her age because she was like late 20s but he expected her to act like 18 or whatever and to be like flirting with all the guys in the front of the class and to be like whatever guys we don't need to do homework but when they all came in she was very very professional she acted as if she was like an, a 70 year old dude teacher that had been like a professor for the last 50 years of his life or something she acted like you know she was one of the grumpiest stiffest most like i don't know recluse professors you've ever dealt with so this really threw jane off because he was expecting because of the stories he heard this professor to act a lot different little did jane know the reason why the professor acted this way is to kind of uh try and push back suspicion because, you know, she didn't really want rumors, even though they already were circulating, she didn't want rumors of her sleeping with her students to go around because, well, I think it's pretty obvious why teachers wouldn't want uh, rumors of them sleeping with their kids going around. I don't think I need to clarify why you don't want that to be a thing. So Gene was in class, and he turned to one of the guys. And the guy looked at him, and Gene looked at the, the guy, and Gene just said straight up, we both signed up for this class for the same reason, right? And this guy's like, yeah, absolutely. They literally knew what they were talking about before they even said anything else, before they even knew each other's names. Before they even, even knew each other's names, man, they know why they both signed up for this class. So Gene turns to this kid and is like, bro, what's going on? Like, I thought, like, I really thought that she was going to be acting different. And this guy's like, dude, same here. I really would have thought that this, like, this teacher would have been you know, a, a little less stiff at least because she was like being one of the strictest, hardest, grumpiest professors. She had like no emotion towards the kids. She wasn't trying to bond with anyone. She wasn't friendly. She was like younger and definitely attractive, right? So there was, they could see why, but like her character just did not fit, you know, the body she was in, which was very interesting. So anyways, um, Jean still wanted to know if this was true. So they started class Monday and on Friday, 
he was told, like, he went around trying to dig more into the rumor, so he was talking to the guy he first heard it from, and that guy led him to someone else, and that guy basically explained the rumor. He said, it happened to my friend. He took her class last year. He said, yeah, she's really stiff at first. She's really, like, I don't know, abrasive at first. But the thing is, if you start going to her office hours, she really lightens up. Basically, when you're the only one around with her, that hard exterior shell completely goes away. And Gene was like, okay, that makes a lot more sense. And this guy goes on to tell Gene that sure enough, last year, one of his, like, his, one of his, like, roommates or sweetmates or doormates or whatever would go to her office hours a lot because he was kind of struggling. It wasn't necessarily struggling, but he heard the rumors and he heard go to her office hours. So he pretended as if he was struggling in the class. And honestly, I think this teacher knew exactly what he was doing because it was kind of like the un, the unspoken rule of how to, uh, basically get with her, right? And he would go to his, her office hours several times a week. And there is this one bar. And we're going to call it the, the Phoenix Bar, right? I don't think that's a real place, but if it is, go there if you want to get laid with this teacher. But anyways, we're going to call it the Phoenix Bar, right? And apparently, this kid heard, the kid that eventually got with her in the story, you know, that this is the bar that she goes to. So this guy was explaining to Gene that after going, this kid, after going to, kid I should specify, above the age of 18, this wasn't illegal, but this was definitely messed up with the whole dynamic college situation, right? But this guy, after going to her office hours for about two to three weeks, eventually goes to the Phoenix bar, sees her there, and the rest is history. So at this point, Gene is like, I don't know. This seems a little sketch. I don't totally believe it. Loki, I think your, your, your roommate's full of it, but he's like, I also want to see for myself. So a couple of weeks go by. Oh, I should, one sec. So before a couple of weeks go by, Gene tells this story to the friend he's sitting next to in class. Well, the new friend, because he just kind of randomly becomes friends with him, over bonding over the subject matter, which I think is pretty funny. But anyways, right, so, you know, he's, ta- he's telling this kid, and the guy's like, all right, well, I'm going to try and go for it. And Gene's like, really? He's like, yeah, I'm going to go to office hours this week and next week. And then at the end of next week, if you want to go to the Phoenix bar with me, just let me know. And Gene, of course, really did want to know how this was going to go down. So, yeah, for the next week, the, Gene's new friend saw this teacher like almost every single day in office hours. And almost immediately, he reported back to Gene that she is a totally different person if you see her one on one. He was telling Gene that she was friendly, personable, smiled a lot. Uh, almost touchy, but not touchy, like very, very friendly, like nothing like she was in class, which Jean thought was pretty weird because in class she was cold, stiff, very short with her conversations, whatever, right? So Jean's like, okay, well, let's see. You know, I want to see if this is actually true. So two weeks go by and they go to the Phoenix bar and they show up and, you know, Jean and his friend are kind of like, they walk in there. There's a ton of people there. It's a big college campus, so it's a big college bar. And those are packed with people, older kids, like kids, grad students, uh, people in the area, older people in the neighborhoods or whatever, or who live in the city or whatever, right? And so it's pretty packed in there. And Gene's like, how do we even know if this teacher goes here? And, you know, the other guy's like, well, we don't, but we keep coming here until we find her. So about half an hour passes. And Gene and this guy order a drink, and at this point, they've almost completely given up on seeing the teacher, right? And that's when Gene looks over to see that someone has put her hand on his friend's back. And his friend turns around, and he's greeted by, oh my god, Ben! Let's say this guy's name is Ben. It's so good to see you here. Sure enough, 
it was the teacher. So this is when Jean realizes this story might actually be true. And she looks over at Jean, gives him a little wave or whatever, but Jean never really knew her or anything like that. He never went to her office hours, which is apparently the secret, right? So sure enough, Jean just is sitting there and, you know, as this, like, as the teacher is, like, talking very flirtatiously with his friend Ben. So Jean, like, leans over to Ben and is like, hey, man, I think I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna step out for a sec. Jean was, Jean wanted to see where this was going, but at the same time, he also wanted to give, like, you know, a little privacy and allow the teacher to do her work if she was gonna do her work. So Jean kind of, like, walked away, but also stayed within eye, eye distance, not eye distance, eyesight. He stayed within eyesight so he can kind of keep an eye on what was going on, because Jean was pretty interested. I mean, at this point, bro, who wouldn't be kind of interested? I know I definitely would be. So Gina was watching this whole thing go down, and that's when he noticed the teacher, like, wrap her arm around Ben. And, like, at this point, Ben was basically, you know, he was, Ben had a lot of game as well. I'm not gonna lie. Ben was pretty good when it came to this stuff. And Gene couldn't imagine, just Gene couldn't believe what he was seeing right now. Because sure enough, Gene, I'm sorry, Ben and the teacher got up and walked out. And Gene kind of like sneakily secret agent style walked behind them, followed them out and watched as sure enough, Ben got into a car with the teacher. They drove away. Couple days go by, Monday in class. Gene sits down and Ben, his new friend, sits down next to him. And Gene looks at him. And Ben just has this, this grin, this little smirk on his face. And he just nods his head. And Gene's eyes go wide. Because Gene knows exactly what this guy, Ben, is nodding about. So after class, Gene pulls him aside and he's like, dude, what? And all Ben said were, yeah, the rumors, they're true. So eventually, right next semester, the teacher was not asked to return. I think the administration eventually got tipped off by enough people of what was happening, and they just couldn't have it, right? Even though nothing technically illegal went down, to my knowledge, at least age-wise, it was still a problem of a, you know, a, a person of power and someone without that power, right? There was a power dynamic. It was unfair to the other kids in the class, most likely. So the teacher was not asked to return. Story number two. So there was a kid named Bob, and he's a subscriber. We're going to call him Bob, right? Anyways, there was a new kid who came to Bob's class, and this kid was very mysterious, right? This kid was like, he was a foreign exchange student from a European country, France, Germany, one of those type of, that kind of area, Finland, Ireland, one of those countries, right? So kind of like northeast, that part of Europe, right? And this kid, like, had all these really cool traits. Like, he knew all these cool things, he came and dressed a really certain way. He knew like six languages. He just knew a lot of really cool stuff. He just like was a very kind of cultured individual and he knew a lot of different things that people didn't know. He also wasn't too bad looking of a kid. So all the girls with combination of him not being too bad looking but also being a very interesting person, all the girls flocked to him. And unfortunately for that reason, a lot of guys were not a fan of this kid. Because, like, I mean, can you only imagine a new kid comes in, is, like, super flashy or whatever, maybe not flashy wealth-wise, but flashy, like, just lifestyle, I guess-wise, and then all the girls in your grade immediately fall in love with him. I don't think I would outright, I would never outright bully someone for any reason, but especially this reason, but I would be a little jealous of the guy, I'm not gonna lie. So sure enough, Bob watches as, you know, a group of bullies, 
you know, are talking at lunch. Bob is sitting at the same table, but he's kind of sitting at a large table, and it's like him and his friends, and then on the other side of the table are the bullies that are sitting together. Bob overhears a conversation of the bullies being like, this new kid, this new kid can't stay here, man. Like, we got to teach him a lesson. You know, he is really just, he's going too far right now. I mean, he can't be doing this to us, man. And all the bullies, it was basically an echo chamber of, this kid is doing something wrong and we need to teach him a lesson. Even though the only thing this kid was doing wrong was literally just had a lot of game and was really cool and like knew a lot of cool stuff. However, there were rumors, or not, there were rumors that this kid had a lot of things that he wasn't telling people. There were rumors that this kid had a lot of secrets per se. Real quick, if you made it this far into the video, comment rumor in the comment section down below. That'll be the secret word of the day. I'll try and heart it and you can farm some hearts and try and get top commenter. Leave a like in the video to claim your free nothing and subscribe to the channel with notifications on. If you're new, I'm trying to hit a million subscribers because a golden play button would be pretty cool. Anyways, let's get back to the story. So anyways, there was rumors that this kid knew a lot more than the things he was showing off. Sure, this kid was like a master chess player. Sure, this kid knew like six different languages. Sure, this kid was like really good at like rugby or whatever, a sport that like no, none of these kids in Ohio or wherever knew about. But there was rumors that this kid had a lot of other secret hobbies that like he wasn't telling people. And these rumors seemed really unfounded and they just sounded very random. However, they happened to be spot on and accurate. So anyways, one day after school, and this is when everyone was walking to go get picked up or whatever, the group of bullies that convened earlier to like talk about how this new kid needed to be taught a lesson came around where the kid was, right? They came up to the new kid and they basically said, hey man, we gotta talk with you. And the new kid's like, sure, what's up? He's like, you can't be coming in here flashing all your fancy things and your fancy languages and all that nonsense, right? You can't be doing that around here without being taught a lesson. The new kid's like, guy, like gentlemen, I simply don't understand what's the problem here. And this is when a crowd starts to form around. Cause the, the people at this school knew that this group of bullies was definitely a, the group of bullies that would try and fight people, right? They definitely knew that there was a decent chance that something was about to go down. So sure enough, a crowd forms and Ben is part of this, or sorry, Bob is part of this crowd. He's not a fan of these bullies, but he's also very interested to see what's about to happen. So the kid says, hey man, because he kind of starts, the new kid starts to realize that these bullies are trying to fight him or beat him up to kind of like bring him down a peg in front of everyone. He said, hey man, look, I just stay in my own lane. You guys stay in your own. Like I stay in my lane. You guys, I'm not trying to like do anything wrong. I'm not trying to mess with you guys. I'm not trying to mess with your flow. I don't really think that I have. But if I have, like in the past, I'm sorry, it won't happen again. And they said, we're gonna make sure it doesn't happen again. And all these kids surround him. It's like a 4v1. First of all, I don't suggest fighting someone ever, but especially if you're gonna fight someone, at least do it with honor. I've never understood groups of like five, like anytime there's like more, if there's one person and there's like a group of four people going to beat them up, how is that honorable, bro? How do you not look like a bunch of uh, cats? As another, uh, there's another word for cats, right? That I'm not gonna say because I want YouTube to like this video. But how are you not a big group of cats, right? If you've got like four or five people going after one person. If you're going to fight him, which I don't think you ever should, at least fight this guy like a man, bro. That's all I'm trying to say. Like, oh my god, you want a 4v1? You're so cool, buddy. Wow. 
It's like, if I, like, fought, it's, it's like if you brought a knife to a tank fight, like, wow, congrats, the tank won? What? That's so crazy, dude. But anyways, this was not about to go down as everyone expected. Everyone was a little, they felt kind of bad because they, they expected, they were about to see these bullies absolutely demolish this new kid and basically tear him a new one. However, the first bully goes into swing, trying to just like knock this kid down and then they'd all swing on him to teach him a lesson. The kid, however, counters perfectly, basically puts his arm up to block the punch, push it up, twists him around and then pushes him on the ground. The bully goes flying and hits the ground. He turns around to the three other bullies that go in. The kid backs up. The new kid backs up, so the three bullies kind of bump into each other a little bit. And that's when the kid takes one on, dives down, grabs him by the leg, and flips him over. Immediately, people were starting to realize that the rumors were true. This kid knew a few things that he wasn't telling people about. Basically, this kid was highly trained in martial arts slash street fighting. And maybe various forms, I'm not sure exactly what. And sure enough, within a couple minutes, all four of the bullies were on the ground. They weren't badly injured or anything like that, but they definitely were in no position to keep fighting. So all four of them get up like wounded dogs and limp out of there. And everyone is looking at the new kid. And the new kid is kind of like, kind of like looks at them. It kind of, he literally takes a bow. And then everyone erupts into applause. Because, hey man, I think I'd applaud too if I saw one take, if I saw one person take down four people, especially if those four people were like notoriously bullies or whatever. Story number three. So we're going to call the subscriber who submitted the story Louise. So anyways, Louise was in an art class. And this art class was a, it, it had a wide range. In the beginning of the year, they did uh, painting, then they did watercolors, then they did sketching, and now they were doing photography. And this is what the teacher used to do. The teacher was like 35, uh, you know, whatever, right? But back when she was like doing her PhD or whatever, she really focused on photography. So this was the teacher's favorite like uh, unit. Yeah, favorite unit, right? And so this all started, like, Louise was going through, they were basically given a big box of old cameras. Louise was going through one of the old cameras and flicking through all the photos it took. That's when Louise saw one of the most shocking things that she's ever seen. And this is still one of the craziest stories she's ever had in her life to date. She's flipping through the camera and she sees photos of the teacher probably five or six years ago, completely naked. It was like one, it was most likely from one of those like artistic nude type things, like art, whatever. And this teacher probably volunteered and didn't realize that she never scrubbed the photos or just removed the photos from this camera. Louise sees this and is like, I can't tell anyone about this. Like, do I tell the teacher? And then she's like, no, that's too embarrassing. Maybe I'll just put it back. So Louise puts the camera back and she goes to her like friend and she sits down and her friend looks at her and is like, Louise, like, it looks like you saw a ghost. What happened? And Louise looks at her and Louise is like, no, I can't say anything. Like, I really can't say anything. And this friend's looking at her, is like, Louise, what's wrong? And Louise is like, I need to show you, but you can't tell anyone. Famous last words. But her friend's like, of course. And Louise is like, come with me. Louise brings her over to the box of cameras. Other kids are around taking photos of each other. And the camera that was used is still there. She picks it up. And she says, I was just going through the old photos on these cameras because I was really curious to see what photos people took before so I could get inspiration for what I wanted to take photos of. And that's when I found this. 
That's when, Lu that's when Louise flicks to the images, the nude images of their teacher. Her friend gasps, and Louise is like, shh, don't, don't make a scene. Like, we don't want people to know. And her friend's like, oh, I won't let anyone know. Don't worry about that. That's crazy, Louise. And Louise is like, okay, but you can't tell anyone because, like, I don't want the teacher to get in trouble or anything like that. She's a cool teacher. So anyways, Louise and her friend put the camera back into the box, and they grabbed a different camera. And they were taking photos, but it was pretty clear that their mind was in a different place. I mean, I don't blame them. If I opened up a camera, saw a lot of nude photos of my teacher, I definitely think that I would be thinking about other things too. Maybe for different reasons, but anyways, right? So the day ends, and the next day Louise comes into school. And this girl comes up to her and is like, oh my god, did you hear about your teacher? And Louise is like, what? And the girl's like, oh my god, like, yeah, apparently, like, photos, nude photos of your teacher are getting leaked and passed around the school. And Louise is like, oh, which teacher? And that's when the girl says to Louise, the art teacher, and she's like, oh no. Basically, Louise does some digging, and her friend apparently told one other person. She's like, Louise, I just told one other person. That's as many people as you told. And that one other person told one other person that told 10 other people, that told 100 people, that told everyone in the school. And basically after that, it got out so quickly that before school ended, a group of boys got together and they decided that they were going to break into the, uh, or that, yeah, they were going to break into the art studio, go through the cameras and find the camera that had the photos on it. So sure enough, this group of guys after school breaks into the art studio, goes through all the cameras and eventually finds the correct one. That's when they take the camera with them. They go and make a digital copy of it because I think it was still like a digital camera. I don't totally know, but they found a way to make a copy of it. And sure enough, they printed out like a hundred copies and started selling it around school. Do you want a photo of Miss Davenport? Five dollars was basically the racket they were doing. So sure enough, these photos were flooding around the school. What ended up happening was is enough people kind of reported this that the principal and the administration got involved. And also like selling this stuff for money made it even worse. Basically, right, the four kids that broke in and got all the like the images or whatever got suspended, and any other student caught with one of the images was given a very harsh warning. They weren't necessarily suspended themselves. However, they were told, like, uh, you're on thin ice now because you bought one of these or you have possession of one of these and you can't be doing that. So, yeah. The thing is, though, it never got back to Louise or her friend, and Louise realized that all of this would have never happened if she never found that camera and told her friend. However, the art teacher obviously wasn't punished. I mean, not obviously, but the art teacher wasn't punished simply because it was an artistic photo that was on a camera and it was very clearly not something intentional. And it really wasn't even, it was a little bit of carelessness. However, it was not like the art teacher was already pretty embarrassed that the entire school had those photos, right? Or saw them. So they let her off the hook. And they basically just asked her to make sure that that won't happen again. Um, for very obvious reasons, right? And it can't be intentional. And yeah, so that camera, that art teacher continued to teach that class. However, the photography section no longer had that camera in the box. Click on the video on screen why. right now. I know you'll enjoy it. Just click it, do it. 